Welcome to the Body Mind Spirit Show with me, your host, Coach Rita Hurry. Welcome to the Body Mind Spirit Show with me, your host, Coach Rita Hurry. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of the Body Mind Spirit Show with me, your host, Rita Hurry. Today I have a special guest and she's awesome as ever. Her name is Susanna Ray and she is a, what is she now? Mm, She is a coach, writer and speaker. Susanna, welcome to the show. Thank you, Rita. It is a pleasure to be here. It's my pleasure to have you. So let's get down to the nitty gritty. So on your website, you state that your mission is to help the unseen be seen, heard and respected. Now, I love this. Can you tell me a bit more about this? Yeah, totally. And I love that you're starting with a mission because it's something that I've been sort of delving into more thoroughly recently, though I've always had a mission in my business. And five years ago, it was really showing how I was focusing on those of us who are more introverted in nature to show up and shine as entrepreneurs, as business owners. Because what I was seeing in the marketplace is it's slightly different now in 2023, but back in 2015, there was a lot of, particularly in the online space and online world in terms of business gurus, coming from the viewpoint of a very extroverted personality, should I say. And what I saw was that there were many business owners and unfortunately this could have been whether they might not have been introverted they could more often or not unfortunately female but they're being unseen in the marketplace because they were fighting with a lot of these very sort of shouty noisy and dare I say it like the red and black branded business owners I'm sure if you're listening to this you know the ones yeah and those of us who are more intro intuitive heart-led in nature it t- kind of shuns us away which is good because those people aren't for us yeah but what I realized is I myself, I joined a community and it was one of these, it was run by someone who was very, well, she always portrayed herself as very extroverted and it was only a few years down the line, having got to know her better, she then went, oh, actually, I'm introverted, but she put herself into burnout. But a whole program was set up for this extrovert ideal in the sense of going, book yourself solid, you know, like have 10 calls a day and then you'll be fine. You know, you'll have everything booked out. Yeah. Oh my gosh, just just that phrase, book 10 calls a day. Yeah. <laughs> it scares me silly, right? <laughs> and I'm like, you don't have to be like that. 
And I was talking to people and this led to my mission of helping the unseen, unheard sort of show up and shine because I was seeing so much talent out there that just wasn't getting the airspace. And it's because they were trying to do things along the shoulds opposed to aligned to what suits them. And ultimately, there's so many people in the world and we all want to connect with someone who we feel will listen to us. So we are heard, we are seen and we are respected. Yeah. And so that's sort of the basis, a sort of snapshot summary of why that's my mission because there's I'm all about cooperation over competition and you know this is what this podcast is about as well it's like how can we help others know about each other help others shine and really stand in their own strengths yeah yeah no I love that because there are as you said so many people who believe that they can't pursue a business because they're not confident enough or they, you know, they don't have that ability to talk on camera or, you know, oh my gosh, how am I going to do that? If that's the way I have to market myself, I'd rather not. So maybe I'll just stick to what I'm doing and, and stay in my little corner. Or, you know, there are some people that wouldn't even post on Instagram a picture of themselves because it's you know it's just quote after quote after quote because they want to hide behind the camera I'm not I don't look good enough I don't you know I'm not going to attract people but I think one of the important things there and what I love about your mission is there are people like you who need you you know who needs that person to understand them And if you don't do this, you're not helping, you're not able to help them. And that will give you that extra. And I think that's what's beautiful about what you do is you're helping them to help those that are like them. We don't have to, as you said, have to go for the extroverted, you know, they have their people, what, you know, you have your people. So definitely love that. That's really great. So what is the introvert way roadmap and the sparkle framework that you do? So two slightly separate things, but they okay. kind of interlink as well. So in 2021, I wrote my book, The Introvert Way Roadmap. And this is basically the ultimate framework. And it was the start of what I would call my Sparkle Frameworks business that I now have today. Because What was happening is, as I mentioned, it was sort of 2015 onwards, I was focusing very much on supporting introvert entrepreneurs because I'm introverted myself in nature. And I was seeing there's certain things that we do need to focus on along the way to grow our business. And quite often what happens is people sort of well, it's like that running before you can walk, that they see something shiny online, go, oh, I need to do that. Yeah. But if you haven't got the foundations in place in your business, yes, yeah. it might work for a snapshot of time, but then it all comes tumbling down. So inside the Introvert Way Roadmap, 
I not only talk about the four phases of business growth that we have, but also the three key pillars that I see every business owner really needs to work on. And these are your strategy, your visibility, and the implementation with what you're doing. And at each level, it's like a spiral that we spiral upwards And we need to work on all three of these things at one time. So you can't do a startup without some aspect of visibility as well at the start, where some people feel like, well, I'll just get various things in place. And then boom, I'll like hit the market and everything will be great. Yeah. So it's a lot of different things. And in the startup stage, there's a huge emphasis as well on research to make sure you are in alignment But a key aspect of research that many people forget about is it's outward as well as inward. So it involves talking to people, finding your clients, leaning in, listening and serving, serving at a lower level, probably not at a price point that you ultimately want to get to. But you are testing the water, you're seeing who likes what you're doing and where that brings out. And I was running many sort of online courses and programs. I've actually been working online for the past 20 years now. It's amazing to think that. Yeah, definitely. (laughs) And it's like, as I've grown and moved around, I realized I've naturally been using frameworks to support my clients. So this is where the Sparkle Frameworks came come in. Because Sparkle Frameworks is a registered trademark for my selection of frameworks that I use with my clients. Again, in the three areas of connection, content, and the container, the system that they work within to help people present their inner gold in a way that it's all about alignment and connection. And a book is kind of the ultimate framework, because once you know what you're talking about, this is where the frameworks came out of the introvert way, because I was serving programs and I was always serving frameworks inside of them. And then last year in 2022, I kind of flipped this on its head and brought the Sparkle Frameworks to the front because my clients inside of mastermind sessions would be raving about these, about the impact with just one hour with me and looking at just one of these frameworks suddenly gave them clarity, focus and direction. And only with that will we start taking action in our business and showing up, being visible, being seen and being heard. So these two elements sort of weave together And I now use these frameworks as a mainstay. I run workshops and I'm opening up, in fact, next month at the point of recording. So from March onwards, I've got the Spark Space, which is an online community where clients can come in and we work through. There's 30 Sparkle frameworks in total, 10 in each section, but they're all about micro movements. What can you do to give you that sort of micro change? So we're not working in overwhelm and procrastination because the task is too big. Yeah. It's like, what can we do today to move the needle today? 
And as Stephen Bartlett said at there was a conference I attended where he was a keynote speaker and he mentioned focus on the one percent, which I loved. He said, if you focus on that one percent every day, that's when you get the joy of compounding returns and the hockey stick effect in your business. I love that because so many of us, I mean, uh, when you think about business and and starting a business, you want to get to the end goal so quick. Do you find that uh, with your clients and those that you've worked with, do you find that impatience is the biggest drawback for them because they're like, no, but I want to get there. I want to start making money. I want to make the big money. And it's like, no, like, because it's sometimes very hard to follow the structure you know to hold on let's look at this first before we look at this you know it's like oh starting a business I'm gonna make money 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 do you find that impatience is a factor yes and no there's a flip side to the coin of impatience which is also procrastination (laughs) so what I find is yes people obviously they want to you know, we all want to live, we run a business, because Mm. we've got bills to pay. So this is why even from the startup stage, I talk about implementation, because there are quick wins, there's a minimum viable product that you can normally get out the door quite fast. And it's part of your research and testing phase. But this is where I find there's this impatience to earn the big money, but you do need to do the research piece. And I mentioned this in my book as well, that there's some key mannerisms that I see for successful entrepreneurs. Mm -hmm. Um, One of them is to have a very experimental mindset. And what I mean by this is you're willing to lean into failure So you'll experiment and it's called failing forward. So you try and try again because nobody, no one in the business world gets the perfect solution out the gates. Mm. Absolutely no one. If you read any entrepreneur's story, the multimillionaires of today, they all started by testing and testing and testing again. But you do need income. And there's ways that even with very small price products Mm -hmm. that you can start bringing in income. And if someone's in the service industry, actually just having a one-to-one session where you're talking and supporting the person is a great place to start. You can also have workshops or templates Mm -hmm. or various things that pull people into your world, but you can then start seeing what are people engaging with? What are they connecting with? And what are they really coming towards you with? And that's a really important piece. Yeah, definitely. So it's really about remaining open and just let's try, let's see what it brings me and what I can learn from it and what I can, how I can grow in myself as a business owner and as a person that that's what you're saying there yeah it's about having that growth mindset rather than a fixed mindset because what I find is when people get very impatient is because they fixed on one thing and they're going that one thing 
must earn me X. And they're very inflexible in terms of how it might be tweaked and changed. Whereas if they say, actually, I've got an idea around this space, let's have a go at three different things, see what hits, and then do more of the one that does. And that's where they're likely to have more success than just going, oh, you know, I just need this to happen because we get stuck in this hole. And this is where for many of my clients, it's sometimes less about impatience and more about procrastination and imposter syndrome of like, who am I? Who am I to put this out there? Who am I to say that I'm the best at doing X, Y, and Z? Yeah, yeah. No, definitely. Can you explain a little bit more about the three success dimensions, which are connection, content, and container? Yeah, absolutely. So as I say, the three success dimensions, which all the Sparkle frameworks are based on, is the connection piece. This obviously links to the visibility piece that I talk about in the Introvert Way Roadmap, because ultimately business is about person-to-person connection. It's not B2B, it's not B2C. That makes it very, very impersonal. It's about P2P, person-to-person, and connection is key. Marketing, your message, having clear offers, all of this brings very powerful connections. And it's about having an open door as well in your business. So People feel they can message you, they can send you an email, they can reach out, you're not hiding behind a logo. And this is where, to come back to your point, Rita, about people just putting out quotes all the time, it's like, show your face, because then people will know who they're sending that message to. It's something small, but very powerful. Yeah, definitely. So that's the first area in terms of connection. The content, this is about your offers, your product, your services, whether it's online courses, memberships, what is it that you're serving and how are you connecting that to your clients' desires and end goals? Because I'm guessing there's probably quite a few people in the coaching space listening and the sad realize. The sad fact is nobody buys coaching Mm. because we don't want to be coached. But what we do want is an end goal. We want a transformation. We want to achieve something. And the byproduct of any coaching, mentoring, et cetera, is going to be confidence and happiness, Mm. joy, you know, all those lovely feelings. But you've got to remember those are byproducts. That is not what your core service is. So when I'm working with life coaches in particular, they say, yes, but I just build confidence. And I was like, but what's the end goal? What do your people want to achieve? It might be a new job. It might be a change in family setup. It could be many things. But the more specific you can be on the transformation, the better we can create the content for your business. Yeah. And then when we move into the third aspect, the container, this is how you're serving. So are you serving in person? 
Are you serving online? What systems do you have in place to support you in your business? Because before you even begin to think about bringing on team members, running extra personnel in your business, I would encourage any business owner, even if they're already doing that, but really utilize the modern day tech of Mm -hmm. how you can connect. And there's a lot of automations in place, but this isn't. And again, I see a huge issue that a lot of people just think of the side of sales and marketing. So obviously the marketing leads to the sales. And then suddenly, particularly if people are serving, say, self-led courses or templates or something where you just sort of buy and you're gone, then customer service kind of disappears and you never hear from that person again. Yeah. But there's ways we can send out touch points by email to those clients who've purchased things mm. and say, hey, how's it going? Or if it's running a course, there's lots of integrated tools where you can say, oh, I see you haven't got past module one. I'd love you to know that in module two, we deep dive into this area. And I encourage you to sign in again this week because you purchased this because you wanted this end transformation. So let me help you do this because we all get busy in life. And so it's looking at the full experience when we're looking at the container piece. Yeah, and it's also reminding them of why they signed up in the first place because it's easy to forget your why and your why is so powerful so yeah definitely kind of being and showing them that you listen to them that you do care absolutely because unfortunately there are far too many sellers in the online space Mm -hmm. who kind of are just out for the money piece And I love working with heart-led business owners who are in the business of transformation. They want to facilitate something positive in someone else's life, no matter what that looks like. And as such, we want to take our clients on the complete journey. We're not bothered just about the sale. We want to see the results. And obviously, with great results, you then get great testimonials and case studies, which circle back round into your marketing piece. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I've always, the, the reason I do what I do is when I see my client transform in front of me, when I see them smile and they're actually are more confident because they're getting they've got to that point where they've made that transformation and that is such a big reward that yes you know you you get paid you get your bills paid but the reward of what you've done for the client and how they've taken in what you've done and transformed because a lot of it isn't it is the client taking on what you teach and you know moving forward with it so rapport is a big thing that's why what we were saying earlier about your people are out there you don't Mm. necessarily have to have the extroverts or or anything one thing you touched on there which kind of gets me thinking is about learning the systems and you know implementing systems in place that you can do in in order say to automate you know certain systems that you can um when a lead comes through what to do there are some coaches out there who are very much you don't have a business unless you've got a team 
And they're like, you're not a coach because you can't afford a team. I've oh. heard that. And I was like, oh, my gosh. How could, like, especially someone who's introverted is going to hear that and think, well, I've just started. I can't have a team yet because I don't have the finances. I mean, what would you, what, what's your reaction to that? And obviously I can, I obviously we're talking face to face. So, you know, I mean. Yeah, you can see that I'm like <laughs> going, there's sirens going off in my head. If you hear someone who says that, run a mile in the opposite direction <laughs> because it is just not true you can have a very successful business as a solopreneur utilizing systems and tools and to be honest lots of us I I personally don't want to be running a big team we Mm. all have different visions and goals as to what our life is going to look like so if your goal is you want to run that multi-million dollar business Heck yes, you'll need teams because there's only one of you and systems and automations will only get you so far. But you can easily get up to the 100,000 a year revenue point on your own is with the use of tools and systems. And for many people, that is more than enough with what they want to do and run with their lifestyle. They can live as they wish to. I would say beyond the 100,000 mark, it's likely, and again, it does depend how you set up because you could go higher if you are serving very much more product-based things. So you're just templates that people are buying. But if you're getting more involved and you're in the coaching space, I think you probably would want some form of community admin support maybe in your marketing as well. But you can do those even as sort of project-based contracts. They don't have to be on your payroll. So there's different ways of looking at how you set up your business. But yeah, you can have a very nice income. And I also get slightly fed up of all the ads of going oh you can go from you know zero to hero and get find your first million in like next six months that's a lie no one goes from zero to a million in six months they've probably had five years behind them and then they've suddenly because they've done all that testing they've done the research and now they found the thing that has either gone viral or something has moved forward And it's kickstarted it. But Mm. equally, if you dig into a lot of those ads, they go from zero to a million, but they're spending, like in those scenarios, 900,000 on advertising. Yeah. Their income is only 100,000. You know, I would much prefer to earn 100,000 and have no advertising spend. Yeah. It's like, where do you want your money to be? So I always recommend setting up the business so it's profit first and looking at what you're doing to create the profit because it's from the profit that your income comes and that's what we need to focus on as a business owner definitely I love how you bring it back to the basics because there are and they are actually growing a, a huge number of people who put out this message of you can get this this many clients and you'll be earning this much by this time very in your face and 
it's it can be daunting it's like oh you know it gives you that lift yes pay this money you know or sign up here's have you got a credit card have you got you know this you know why don't you like I've had people this was like earlier on saying oh what have you got uh something you can sell so you can pay 26,000 or whatever for this program that's going to change your life and I'm like I don't feel I would say that to someone like if they don't have the money they don't have the money and there's a lot of force it's very salesy so it's refreshing and comforting to know that there still are coaches and people who are working with businesses teaching them no it's about you and the connection it's about the basics and you don't have to do it that way so you know, this is great. And like yourself, 20 years in the business to be able to see that there are people who believe that is is great. So thank you, Susanna. <laughs> oh, thank you. You're just sending shivers through me. I sometimes get very physical reactions to certain sayings. And that is exactly why my mission is around helping the unseen, unheard, be seen and to shine and to be respected. Yeah. Because there, there are so many ways you can run a business. Mm. And it reminded me that client who I spoke to earlier this week said, I love the way that you help me find the way forward that fits me. And I wrote that down and I was like, yes, because that's what it's about. And this client in particular was filled with lots of, oh, I should be doing this. I should be running that or I should be doing X, Y, Z. And I was like, let's reel it back in and really look at where is your zone of genius? How do you like to serve and support? Now let's look at how we can take that model Because for many people, I know they love the one-to-one connection, Mm. but understand, I've only got so much time in my week. So I help a lot of clients take them from this one-to-one service where you're often selling your time for hours into packaging up your value so you can earn more and you can serve more people, but you can still have those connection points Because yes, one of those success factors is connection. And I don't ever want, as a business owner, to lose the connection. I never want to be so far away that paying clients feel they cannot connect with me. I hate it when I've joined a program. And yes, I'm like everyone else out there. We probably join way too many different things. And you think, oh, I want to have this. And then you realize suddenly you've got no connection time with the lead marketing guru or whoever it was in all the advertising saying, you'll be working with me. And next thing you know, they've got a series of coaches and you're not working with them at all. And I'm like, be transparent about that, please. If that is how you work, then bring those coaches into your advertising and marketing too, please. Let me get to know them. because they're the personality who I want to connect with and I want to make sure I'm being seen and heard and it's something I've learned along the way and going back to the introvert piece 
is when you're running group trainings is really think about whether you're introvert or extrovert, think about how you bring people in the room together and how you're setting up your workshops. Mm -hmm. Because those of us who are more introverted in nature, we want to have silence. We want to have an opportunity to think in silence. So for me, even I'm also highly sensitive. I don't know if you've come across the term. Dr. Elizabeth Aaron wrote a book about it called The Highly Sensitive Person. But Mm -hmm. it goes back to Carl Jung's work, even in you know, who started with all the personality spectrums, including introversion. But as such, as a highly sensitive for me, having music going at the same time as when you're asking me to think about something deeply for my business, my brain's following the music rather than thinking. (laughs) So I work in silence. And it's just to like give space to the Mm -hmm. different way that people think. Whereas extroverts, 100% they need to talk they need to brainstorm out loud with someone because that's how their brains work and Mm. so you practically want to divvy people up and put sort of extroverts together for initial brainstorming have a quiet space for those more introverted but Mm. have that at the start and then bring people together into a group discussion because then the introverts are going to feel confident because they've thought first to be able to share yeah. Whereas in any of these group trainings, you can spot the extroverts in the room because mm. they're the ones raising their hand. They're putting out, they're like, oh, I've got to be involved. Yeah, yeah. And we want to be all inclusive. Yeah. And I think also it is about the smaller the group, the more you can get to know them. Like you said, that personal contact and them knowing you and you knowing them, you'll be able to know their personalities and know okay, she's an extrovert, she's an introvert, and and what kind of group. So you'll be able to give them that opportunity because you've spent that time, you've got to know who they are in your group. So Yeah, yeah. and very much so. And this is why personality profiling is not oh. about putting people into a box, yeah. but I do feel, because they're all spectrums as well, people say, oh, well, can you sit in the middle? Absolutely, you can sit in the middle of any of the spectrums, of which there's four major ones in the Myers-Briggs personality test. Yeah. And for those listening who might be going, oh, I wonder what I am, there is a great free website. I've got no affiliate link, but I do find many clients like it. It's called 16personalities.com. And okay. you can go in and it gives you a really comprehensive sort of feedback because as I said there's four different spectrums so there's 16 different sort of outcome personalities so some of us might be more willing to go with the flow others are more planners that is separate from introversion extroversion and there's different aspects but when you run your own business it's really important to be aware of what your natural tendencies are because Mm -hmm. if you set up your business against it so if you're not a planner and you need to go with the flow you need to recognize and accept that and instead have sort of systems flows in place that work for you so I tend to find people who love to go with the flow for instance on say if you're planning your week so a planner might actually timetable things within their diary someone who likes to go with the flow is more likely to have a checklist 
and then wait to see what they feel like on that day but then they'll sort of cross them off but it's yeah, not set things me. at set times yeah that's and they're two very different personalities yeah and it's better yeah. to know who you are because we go into burnout as business owners mm. when we are fighting our natural tendencies yeah 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 and I'll I'll own up to doing that I've done that before where I'm thinking no I need to be a planner I need to and I got myself this big planner and everything I was like okay this time I'm gonna do this I'm gonna spend an hour there and that didn't last long because it was it got more frustrating than it did because I'm more of a flow person it's like yep I've got what I need to do in my diary but they are there if something else comes in and I'm like oh I'm drawn to that I will be looking at that because and then but still I'm still ticking off what I've got to do but I need to flow I need to not be so yeah. you know strategically planned because yeah I just it, there's something in me that rebels against it so yeah definitely and I've you know I've tried but it's not me so I totally understand what you're saying there that's it it's all about leaning in and listening yeah to what it is that you really want to do so it's what's your mission what's your vision what are your goals but how do you act and I've had a love for psychology ever since I was 14 and I stumbled into the psychology area of the library and deep delved at that point so I was I call it relatively lucky that I understood I was introverted in nature quite early on because like at 14, I would come home from school and fall asleep for a couple of hours. Mm-hmm. And that's because my battery, because the definition of introversion, I'll just touch on quickly. It's about how you manage your energy. It's nothing to do with being shy or like socially awkward. Those mm-hmm. are completely different things that you can have therapy around. You can adjust and change. Yeah. Yeah. Introversion is how you're built. And that means at the start of the day, my energy banks are full. And then through the day, I will be spending that energy with all Mm. the interactions. And school is such a draining place for me. Mm. I would be full on in there doing orchestra and theatre and doing all the clubs because I love them. I'm passionate about it. But come 3.30, 4 o'clock when I got home, I would fall asleep for two hours to recharge to be able to do homework later. Whereas... At the time, you know, my mom was like, are you sick? Are you ill? I was like, no, I'm just introverted. You know, this is me. Yeah. And I've then learned to lean into that tiredness. So now even in my work days, I will have flexible spaces. And if I'm feeling tired, I will go and lie down or I'll yeah. go for a walk. I'll do things that I know re-energize me. Mm. And yeah. yeah, that's about sort of everything we do. And just linked to that, I'd love to just mention that I have a free community on Facebook, which is called the Introvert Entrepreneurs Powerhouse. And I have regular guest speakers come in as well and share their expertise from an introverted point of view. So if you are listening to this and thinking, 
oh, I wonder, you know, if we can listen about different things. There's lots of different topics that are rolling and available in two-week intervals, and it is completely free to join. So do come and find me there. Excellent. And with that, can you share um, any platforms, your website, where people can find out about you and your book? Just share, share, share. Share, share, share. (laughs) Wonderful. Well, (laughs) Having been online for 20 years, I do have the handle at Susanna Ray, and that's S-U-S-A-N-N-A-R-E-A-Y across Instagram, LinkedIn, Facebook, Twitter, though I'm not there very often, I'll have to say. It's like my least favorite. Yeah, yeah, me too. (laughs) So on the whole, Instagram is great and LinkedIn, dependent where you are in the business world. Mm -hmm. And my website is the same name, SusannaRay.com, where you can find all the details of both my book, the Spark Space, the Sparkle Frameworks. There's lots of blogs and information there. But the Introvert Way Roadmap is available on Amazon globally as well as a physical copy. If you'd like the digital copy, come over to my website. Excellent. Thank you, Susanna. It's been great talking to you. I've loved our conversation because there's so much that business owners can take away and implement as well as hopefully getting in touch and joining your free Facebook group and also just connecting with you and being able to maybe join one of your programs. So thank you for sharing. Thank you. Okay, everyone, that's it for today. I hope you've enjoyed it. Please come again soon as I'll be sharing more motivation and more tips. So until then, stay safe, stay happy, and I'll see you soon. Bye. I hope you enjoyed the show. Stay tuned for more tips, motivation, and of course, inspiration coming up real soon. the show. Stay tuned for more tips, motivation and of course inspiration coming up real soon. If you want to email me and send me messages of what you thought of the show or anything you'd love me to cover on the show, please email me at coachrita at swastialiving.com. Swastia Living is S-W-A-S-T-H-Y-A-L-I-V-I-N-G dot com. See you real soon. Bye.